Hello listener and welcome to a brand new episode of the Keeping Up Appearances podcast, full of opinion, debate and football trivia with a hint of nostalgia. I'm Callum Murray and here with me is... Sean O'Hara, Bob Gall and Michael Tosh. They say not to judge a book by its cover, but we might judge a player by their appearance. As Let's get into it. We got to the pitches and Fulham were winning, so I put turn my phone off celebrating. <laughs> Film starts... They'll come out and then it's four three, so I can only blame myself for gloating before. Yeah, I mean, have you not learned your lesson on that yet? So all the media not made up with it, really. Oh yeah, an Anfield game and all that. To be fair, the the noise for the last goal was probably the loudest Anfield's been in about forty years, wasn't it? It's a, honestly, I've not. I've not watched it properly. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to watch it, but I know everyone was... No, I, don't, I, ju- I just thought to do a bit of research for today by watching Match of the Day too, and like it was a good noise, so that'll, that'll prolong the myth of the Anfield atmosphere for another 15 years. Yeah. Did you see The um, the Athletic? They... No, I, re- I refused to read anything from them because they they've been proper snide about Everton. So. Fair enough. Well, they they don't like a... He ranked every club stadium in the in the Prem. I think it was atmosphere, sort of build, location, mm. and there might have been another Hi. one. It wouldn't be surprising if it was like refreshments because that might have been another experience. one. Yeah, and it was like so obviously, obviously between one to twenty on each one of those. Goodison was first for an atmosphere. Or joint first for atmosphere, and um, more like noise or whatever that kind of thing was. I think it, where was it for location? I think the location on the other one, maybe like 12 or something. Just wait to Bramley Moore, it'd be number one for location as well. That lad who's in the year, year above us in SFX is like the Everton reporter, definitely, isn't he? Oh, really? Paddy, Paddy Boylan. If you've seen a photo of him, you'd, you'd recognize him, like, but he's like the athletic reporter for Everton. Oh, right. Um, Get him on the pod. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll miss it. <sighs> Bramall Lane's ahead of us, though, which is wrong. I have been. I don't think I have. Chef United do have that great Chip Bussy song, though. Don't uh, is, uh, that is a, is a good that, song. That's pro- probably better than Zed Cars. Not better than the Spirit of the Blues, though. So. Nothing's better than Spirit of the Blues. Especially if you're looking at my uh, Spotify rap. Yeah, well... Yeah, how many people have the chip butty song as their number one song? <laughs> there must be a couple. Hello, Sean. Hello. Evening. Have we started? Not, not productively. It's Callum, what's he going to do? Ready! Ready! Oh, yes! So, welcome back to this week's episode of Keeping Up Appearances. On the back of a great episode last week, I'd like to thank Jamie Hutchinson again for joining us for that. This week, we are back to our normal squad. Got plenty of good content. The introduction of a new quiz for our podcast, which I'll let Sean um, explain shortly. And we'll have our usual review, Ruined 5, and Keeping Up Appearances. So we've started a quick review of the Man City versus Tottenham game. Lots of drama at the end. Then I managed to see it. Didn't see it live, but seen the the highlights and all the memes of Haaland after the game. I think 
they were saying that if Man City have got a bogey team, it's Tottenham. And it just kind of showed all game, really, that every time City came at Tottenham or something and got and a goal up, you'd always thought that there was something something up Tottenham's collective sleeve to get back into the game. But City had more than enough chances to win four or, by four or five, but just couldn't seem to take them. They were very unlucky with a couple coming off the woodwork and stuff like that. And then, obviously, the end of the game ending, well, the, the game ending the way it did with the very controversial referee and decision certainly didn't help matters, but from the from a neutral perspective, lots of excitement, lots of goals. So no complaints from me, really. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a, a decent game. Tottenham looked really good at the beginning. Obviously, the, the goal was an unbelievable counter-attack. Um, but then, obviously, City get that goal back so quickly and you think, OK, City's game now. City's going to do what they do. Yeah, they do seem to be a bit of their bogey team. But City just don't seem like the same team of this last month. Things are like nine or ten goals conceded in. In three games, which is just that doesn't happen to City, and even like when they do concede a lot, you just always automatically think that they'll just score one more goal and they'll just win anyway. But it didn't didn't turn out like that at the weekend. I thought the the way Tottenham played was just like insane. Just, I'd always spoke about it before about them the way they play in that, and and just like doing it no matter what. But it was like so chaotic; it was unbelievable. It, it's like it's so exciting to watch though. And I think we all thought that maybe City was going to walk over them if, if Tottenham uh, do that, which to be fair, they should have done. I think there was two times where Tottenham just give the ball away in their own third, but City just didn't score. Haaland missed that kind of sitter. But, I mean, the, the big drama at the end was just one of the worst decisions you'll ever see. I don't know, I think we were speaking before probably about it's like a second rush of blood by the ref and he's panicked and blue and not really know why he's done it or what, but I think that's a yeah, just a, a terrible, terrible, terrible decision. I don't think it's the worst, one of the worst decisions we'll ever see. But like the potential ramifications of it with the title race and stuff like that could be like one of the biggest impact ones. Uh, to be fair, I'll I'll throw my um, defence of the ref, even though I also think it's shocking. Like I can't I can't believe he's done it. I've done that myself when I've been refing the kids in schools games. I remember there was once when there was stuff going on on the line. And I was a bit concerned with what was going on online because parents weren't looking after the kids and that. And then there was a foul and something went on and my head went and I just went, oh, I don't know what to do here. Blew up. Every kid on the pitch, even the other team, were like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And all the parents are looking at you like an idiot. And I think I felt that on the school field with like 20 people watching me. Imagine how like... I know that ref's experience, but like that's that pressure. That do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's exactly the same pressure doing it in school and then doing it <laughs> I mean, in do one of the biggest yeah. games. Yeah, it's all all about perspective, Bob. Yeah, it's all relative. Correct. Yeah, no, I that's what I think. I was I mean saying to Bob before. I don't know if he's obviously he's played the Vantage, then Harlan's played that ball through just in the moment as he thought he's messed up that pass. I best give it them back, and he kind of just like just sort of went too quick. And blew he definitely, yeah, he definitely, oh, definitely went too no. quick. He could have given it another second or two. As, you know, as, he, as he thought, the pass has just been overhit or no good. Thought, maybe I'll just I'll, I'll bring it back. I don't know because it's so 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 strange. And you see, like how red he was after doing all the plays around, which obviously you would. You must just feel like you'd want the ground to just like swallow you up, kind of thing. And I, I think mean, you can tell sometimes by like the demeanor, like the demeanor of them a bit that he knows he got that wrong. 
yeah. that moment, you, you could just tell the way he was acting that he knows he's just like. What do you reckon the percentage is that Grealish actually scores from there? Because I reckon it's minimal. Oh, it's related to the stats I was talking about before. He took his goal very well the other day, but that is only his 49th career goal. And he's been a professional for, what, 10 years? Is he, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that is, that is, I don't know, he's a bit shocking to be fair, Bob. That's low, that. That's, I mean, there, I mean, there's no way you would have said he was, he was like, in the 100 club. No, no. no. I, I'm, yeah. I'm picturing him at, like, Villa in the Championship. I thought he'd be slotting, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he was like awesome. he was like he was their creative man. Why don't you just think yeah. he's he'd be scoring more than that? I just think in that moment and the way the game was going, you'd like to think he's put that away. Just in yeah. terms of like the the way that game was being one on one like that, and that he's put that away, and everyone's went mad. yeah, like lobbed the keeper or something. You just think that's just happened. You just, he's yeah. or like the defenders brought him. You just think that yeah. something's gone on. You there. should you should really give the forward the benefits of the doubt there as well and just expect them to like yeah, make to something s- of it. To score, yeah, one on one like that in that yeah. game with you, you just think whoever it is just kind of slots. If 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 it was the other way around hmm. and it was like so, like son yes. or someone running yeah. onto it, you'd probably thought, yeah, he he, he slotted that. You'd be of that opinion for every team in the league apart from Everton. Yeah, especially if Be- Beto was running after it. <laughs> More chance of it ending up in our goal. <laughs> But, uh... oh, I did that out, John. <laughs> no chance. I'll, I'll leave it in, and then when he comes good, yeah, when will I'll have a look like a fool. Uh, yeah. June. June. Oh, when yeah. the season's no, over. We, if we all wanted to go <laughs> and he played like... on the beach with his son. Yeah. <laughs> That's about in the better, but yeah, it was, it was an exciting game. Mad decision. But it, it's just a shame that, like, I know we've had a couple of games that haven't we, with our re- reviews here. We've said the, like, the referee decisions being a the biggest song, but it's just it's a shame that that keeps happening. I think was Simon Hooper the one who done the Liverpool Tottenham game as well. Yeah, what season he's on? I'm not sure. Has imagine. anyone checked that he's just he's not a Tottenham fan? <laughs> that, that, well, can't be coincidence that every time I say that someone says I'm a mad conspiracy theorist. So makes you think, Bob. Certainly does. <laughs> Is he speaking to his water? <laughs> yeah, that that's what the problem was. Someone check his water from last time. <laughs> I thought nah, it was um yeah, potentially it is that's like a massive result for like the the way the, the league might pan out over the next couple of months, and especially going into this period now where everyone's playing a lot of games. Yeah. Mm. You know, City might have you know, City win that and then go on a bit of a run here. They could have found themselves like with a bit of a gap, but well then I mean that's possibly enough of a review for the Man City Tottenham game. Sean, I'm sure the fans are all excited with this introduction of our our new quiz that we previewed last week. Do you want to take it away? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously this was just a a flippant little game we played last week, but we all seem to like it. So we're gonna make it a regular feature. We've even got a name for it, which I know that's one thing that was lacking last week. We've got a name for it. And it's now called Any Given Saturday. I think you need, to give, you need to give credit there, Sean. What name? Oh, well, hold on. I well, I don't get credit for what I named. What? The podcast. Oh, yeah, fair enough. They, I'll have my credit now. Okay. okay but people okay. give us what a great name. Well, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Good name. Very good name. Cheers, lads. So, yeah. Great name. Thanks to, <laughs> thanks to Callum for the name Any Given Saturday. 
You're welcome. And hopefully, hopefully everyone will enjoy it as much as we did last week. So the the premise is, I'll pick a random weekend, a random game week from a random season. Is it going to be from a Saturday though? Yeah, obviously it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. I was just going to say you don't want the Sunday game. Imagine second weekend. I've already, I've already like messed it up. <laughs> That's only, check. That's check gave, now, Sean, just in case. We only gave it the name yesterday. Come on. <laughs> so this is a they're both a Saturday game, don't worry. And this week's one I pulled randomly. I chose the 0304 season. And to make it random, I decided to tie it in with our, our City Tottenham game. So as it finished 3 3, I decided to go to match week 33. And yeah, coincidentally, what? Tottenham and City played that weekend. So the first game you've got in 0304 is Tottenham one, Man City one. Obviously, two scorers. I'll I'll let you know because these scores are quite easy. I've picked a difficult game for the second game. Okay. What was the date? 04. Yeah, 0304. And it was the twelfth of April. So uh Darius for sell. Are we just shouting names out? We have to use questions. Oh, sorry. Was it Darius Vassell? <laughs> no. no, it wasn't. Was City's goal scorer English? Yes. Does he have any family members who have played football? Probably. <laughs> Ever, yeah. No, professional <laughs> football? Not that I know of. Okay, right, okay. Why are you thinking of that? That's probably too early. I was thinking of SWP, but I think it's well too early for a minute. Didn't you say Tottenham? No, no, City. Oh, sorry, no, the City one isn't English. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Sorry, my head's gone here. Uh, I did that out. Bloody hell. Tosh's come on just for like a press conference. <laughs> Where have you been, Tosh? Cold. I really laugh. <laughs> Why, I saw. Yeah, not allowed to reveal it, unfortunately. Oh, really? Hmm. Well, but... Where are we up to anyway? What have I missed? Man City, Tottenham, one all in the 2003-04 season. 2003-04. John Macken. What is this shouting out, Tosh? We established the rules. Yeah, but I've missed all the questions. There hasn't been any. The, other, the, other, the only other question was, was it the rise for sell? <laughs> so, no, and it also wasn't John Macken. Was the um, so what was the like? Is it just a random date or is it around this time type thing? No, oh, so I went to game week 33 because City Tottenham finished 3 3 and it just so happened that Tottenham City played that weekend. So, what, what have we established so far? City player isn't English, but the Tottenham player is English, correct? So, Tottenham player is striker, yes, and he's English, yes, he played regularly for England. Uh, not probably. Is he, from, regular... is he from London? Yes. Is it Jermaine Defoe? It's Jermaine Defoe. It is, yeah. Yeah, great. What a player. So the City player, is he European? Yep. 2003 4. Was he a striker? Yep. Is he not Greek? No. Remember, was that Samaras? <laughs> I can't think of any City players from that era now. Wish it was Sean Gota, but he's a 
He's uh, where was he from? Where was Gota from? Caribbean or something? One of the was that Island Paolo Wancho? I think that's Paolo Wancho. He's Costa Rican, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. City striker, you are appearing. I can give you clues. Bermuda is where Sean Gota's from. Does Paul, Dick, Paul Dickov being from Wales count as European? Or? He's Scottish, isn't he? From Scott, does Paul Dickov from Scotland count as being European? <laughs> no. You might need to give us a clue. Well, I, I, I'm struggling. Is, it, is he from France? Oh, yes. is it Nicholas and Elke? It is, yeah. Oh, Get in. Good. Oh, oh. That was a good Very shot. Very good. Right, so yeah, we had Anelka scored first and before we closed. Second game. Oh, God. <laughs> is Middlesbrough 3, Southampton 1. Uh, move on. Uh, will, the, <laughs> will the Southampton scorer make you think? No. Too late. <laughs> is he from Latvia, the Southampton scorer? <laughs> He's not, no. Is he from Preston? I don't know. Is it, is it James Beattie? It is James Beattie, yeah. Get in. No. Bob's on fire. Unbelievable. Let's see if you can get these border players there. Is, at this, um, is one of the Middlesbrough players bald? Correct. Is it Maso Macaroni? It is, yeah. Get in. <laughs> Two to go. Are the other, is either of the others English? No. Number was that Chris Rigott. <laughs> um, was one of them a little Brazilian? He was. Was it Janinho? It was. You picked two on two, two, uh, two guessable ones, these. Is the third one guessable, would you say, like the way Janinho and Macaroni were? If Less you, iconic. If you, no, like, I, I remember him from, like, shootout cards and that. So like Where, I know is he a forward? Yeah. European. Yeah. Where did Joseph Desiree job play? Did he play? He he did play around then, but it's not him. Was he was he like one, as well? Is one of like the main European countries, like sort of Spain, France, Italy? No. Oh no. Is it one of the ones that isn't the main countries then? <laughs> is it Croatia? No, but I was going to say you're getting you're getting closer. Did you get him for Maroon Five the other week? No, I was going to say if it's Croatian. No, it's not Alan Boxic then. Oh, I don't. That's he wasn't playing then, was he? Going for. Uh, I bet he was around that time, maybe slightly earlier. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Did he have facial hair? Jesus, is this guess who? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> wait, with is he ball? Not, 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 not like anything. <laughs> Not anything Ooh, is, is he French? I don't know with that. Oh, it's not one of the main countries. I was going to go for Jeremy Aliadier. <laughs> Did you just go to money? I don't know, but I just wanted uh, I to think say he was, his name. He was kicking it... around by the Invincibles, weren't he? Yeah, but he, he popped into me. I don't want to say his name. You might need to give us the country, Sean, or is it too obvious if you give the country? No. Um, he's from Slovakia. <laughs> God. Slovakia. I bet you want to say his name, you go, ah, oh, I remember him. But Can I you give us another him. clue? What are his initials? S-N. That Nanis or Ninis or something, is it? <laughs> are you just making people up now, yeah? Is it not? <laughs> I don't know what to answer. <laughs> is it Nanis or is it Ninis are the two questions I'm asking. 
It's neither of those. I don't know. But, there was someone who played, scored I... a brilliant goal for someone. I don't know that it was Borough, it might have been Villa, and then got injured. Don't Google that now while, while you carry on playing. I can, I can tell you, but it's a fail. Yeah, go on. Go on. It was Zillard Nemeth. That's close enough. <laughs> yeah. Nanis. Like the old Pro Evo names. Correct, yeah. Uh, do you not remember him from like shootout cards? Yeah, I do. I can actually see him as well. Yeah. So, yeah, unlucky. So you, you passed the first one. Failed. All I'm saying is, Hutchie would have got that. Probably. He'd be playing. Playing from home. Luke Nillis scored a screamer against Chelsea for Aston Villa. Just there was a player. I mean, I said Nanis and Ninnis, not Nillis. But <laughs> apart enough. from that, yeah, it was. So from Rune 5, we'll, as always, we'll look into last week. So last week's was a... Uh, Christmas night out theme when we had our guest Hutchie on and the winner this week was Sean once again taking the uh, Derby 0708 team out to a, a Phoenix Knights themed social club we might say so well done to Sean I'm sure we're uh, all looked at so we're taking that to the island for Jason Kumas, Paul Pogba, Zinedine Zidane and co to enjoy um, this week Slightly different theme, so we're going to go back to picking a player and we're going to go for a Streets Won't Forget theme. The reason for which I think Callum's going to include in his um, his player, so we'll go to Callum first. Thanks, Tosh. So for this, I, I think Streets Won't Forget players are those kind of players that had a bit of a a short-term spark over a period or a certain like type of player over, over quite a short period. I think kind of disappeared a bit um, but I had a couple of of players I was thinking of and I quite I really like these type of players it's the type of players I like to watch um, Dimitri Payet was one of my kind of first thoughts I think he's a typical streets don't forget type player he had these like flashes of brilliance um, maybe didn't like quite look like a footballer at times maybe like physically but some of the goals he scored and the way he played was, was unbelievable in that period um, for, for West Ham he was just like Unbelievable, like something we hadn't we hadn't seen before. But as Tosh alluded to, this week's Moon Five was inspired by Yannick Balassi's return to English football, joining Swansea last week. So my street don't forget player and nomination for Maroon Five is Yannick Balassi. I think during that period at Palace, he was unplayable at times. Him and Zaha were just so exciting. I think just he was one of those players that got you out your seat and you just like you wanted to see, you wanted to watch, you wanted to watch his highlights. Even now you could go on YouTube and look at a bit of a highlight reel of Balassi's and see see his skills and tricks and the way he plays football. He plays football like you would play it in the street, which I think is what those players are about. It's you know you could do those things in the front in like you know the fronts if you you know you're playing with your mates and things or on the playground. It's just that type that type of player, it's that kind of football. I remember his he had a bit of a period where he used to always Rip Liverpool defenders for a bit for a bit of a time. He like his, and that's why he signed them. Yeah, like he done that one where and he, then he didn't do it. Yeah, well, he done that one where he, where he like pretended to like pick up the ball. I think it was against Lovren and sort of took him on and stuff. And he's done that kind of knee flip against Lovren as well too. I think, um, that turn against Christian Eriksen, um, was like half Maradona spin, half flick, um, which I think is like an unbelievable piece of skill. 
But yeah, I think the way he played, he played with a smile on his face, it was exciting. He enjoyed it. He was enjoyable to watch. I think that period, that Palace, that that period of his playing career, is definitely a streets won't forget ideal. I think so. I'm putting Yannick Balassi forward as my streets won't forget player. I think you've put some good like caveats in that. Like, essentially, said that post Palace, forget about him. Because he was a very, very disappointing player for Everton. Did have a bad injury though, didn't he? He did, but I was never a fan. No, neither was I. I I thought when we signed him again, I think you're right, Callum. He does definitely fit into that category. And I I think when you say what you the way you described the the category is good, and also just one of them things. It's one of them. Can you fit all his good bits into a minute on Twitter? Is a good way of seeing it, and someone you'd yeah. scroll and watch. And yeah. I think he is one of them types of player, isn't he? Where do you think yeah. he'd in in that like highlight reel you're talking about on YouTube? Do you reckon he'd have any Everton bits in that? No, because I can't remember any. He scored. I remember did he score away at West Brom? I think he still got beat that day. That's the only really real goal I can remember him scoring. Yeah. I mean, might just made that up anyway. Yeah. I think yeah, he used to. He, he famously tall Liverpool, probably also used to, he used to give Everton a good go. I remember he scored a few times when he when he played for us or. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he was. He was sort of the injury. What was it against Manchester United? I think a really bad injury that kept him out for. Did he ever play for Everton again after that injury? Did he ever come back? Not, Not too sure. Really yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, he certainly fits that mould. I think. I always felt the time when we when we signed him, we'd have probably got Zahar for not much more money around that time, which because you know we paid thirty million. I don't think you'd have had to pay much more to get Zahar at that time. I know a year or two later we were linked with him for a lot more, but yeah, you got a thought there, Sean? Look like you were ready to come in there now. Oh no, 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 absolutely not. Enough. <laughs> okay then. Um, so first suggestion, Yannick Balassi. I'll go next while I'm here talking. So my suggestion, I also, like Callum was thinking of Payet, he was one of the first that came to my mind. I think he was close to being the obvious one. I think, yeah, just his period at West Ham where we see him close up, he was at that season, he was unbelievable, some of his goals. But I've gone a bit earlier and I had a couple of thoughts really. So the reason I've picked, I'm going to go with Arshavin. And I think the reason I thought him, there was a couple I thought of, and I was thinking from that same team, I think that Arsenal team around that time when they first moved into the Emirates, late sort of mid to late Wenger with the likes of Alexander Hleb, Sami Nasri and people like that, I think they're all quite fit into that category nicely of, you know, for two, three years, like Arsenal were great to watch and but never really won anything, never really sort of achieved, always seemed to choke. The other couple of years where they were in the race of the lead till about March of April and then fell apart. They lost League Cup finals to Birmingham and stuff like that. But yeah, Arshavin, I think the one I really loved him. I remember seeing him the first time he came to Goodison for Zenit St. Petersburg. And I remember like obviously having never heard of him and him sort of turning it apart and being absolutely brilliant. We beat them that day, but he was fantastic. And then I remember at the end of that season at the Euros, um, like they knocked, they beat um, Holland and got to the semi-finals. And again, he was, I think he was suspended for the start of it or he missed the start of it, but he came into the team and he was just unbelievable. And obviously... I think the January after he got the move to Arsenal. And again, similar to Callum said, he wasn't there for an awful long time. A couple of years, he came a bit of a sort of joke towards the end, but for a year or two, some of his skills and some of his goals. Different type of footballer to Balassi, I suppose, wasn't like a flair player. He was more someone who scored brilliant goals, but fam- probably most famous for his four at Anfield, which contributed to Liverpool not winning the league that year, drawing four all. Yeah, just a couple of them goals, just like very little backlift shots, just like... 
brilliant. And yeah, it was just someone that popped into my mind as someone that, yeah, just a, a different type of football, little diminutive classic Arsene Wenger, shone brightly for a couple of years and then really either side of Arsenal is Arsenal, but you don't really know. Obviously, he played for Zenit, but you don't really remember much of the rest of his career, really. Well, I certainly don't. That's that's my case. Yeah, no, I think it's a, it's a good case to be fair. I think again, he's probably fits the mold of someone had a bit of a flash of brilliance over a year or two, not really much longevity, and just kind of disappeared into the abyss. He, I don't know. He's maybe even become like a bit of a a bit of a meme these days. I don't know, like a bit of a a joke kind of player, but. At that time, especially you know that four all, he was unbelievable. And to score those four goals was was crazy. And it's, it's like iconic, and like his, his celebration where he scored the fourth is like yeah. it's a bit of like yeah. an iconic, an iconic celebration. So yeah, I think he's a good one. He's a a memorable player in that in that period, isn't he? Um, and again, someone who's not didn't light up the Premier League kind of thing or you know win too much, but just in terms of just wanting to watch him and, and watch him play, I think he's a, he's a good one. I think yeah, I think like as I, as I mentioned, it was sort of that oh, I used to love that Arsenal team, and I think at the time I was always very frustrated he didn't win anything. I was in the thing. I think now I think when you see like even like the current the Tottenham side, the way they're trying to play and they're getting beaty, sort of. I think the older I get, I realise not necessarily all about winning. It's about the football you play, and that that Arsenal team after the Invincibles, before like the real end of Wenger, where they were dreadful. The Alexander Hleb again, just a, a brilliant footballer. I know he went to Barcelona, but just great to watch. Nasri again had a, a, a great career, really. But around that time, he was coming through and he signed for Marseille. He didn't know who he was. Just think there was a few of them players. But Arshavin, to me, was always someone. I don't know, it's a bit of thinking, oh, i seen him first because he was at Senate St. Petersburg that time at Goodison as well. I, I like that part of a personal edge for me. But yeah, Arshavin would be my suggestion. But obviously, you shouldn't be mentioned Russians, should we, Bob? No, give peace a chance. War is over if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> sure, do you want to go next? Yeah, go on. As I was listening to yours, to be fair, Tosh, I was thinking probably the main difference between yours and mine probably is that, like, yours has got that moment, as in Arshavin's got that 4-4, four, four, hasn't he? In terms of not, never being forgotten. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? It's still like... A Premier League years moment. Yeah, it is, and it's talked about, like, forever. Or it will be, anyway. Whereas I think mine's slightly different. And I think the reason I've gone for the streets won't forget for mine is because I think if you asked a lot of football fans the type of footballer they'd like to be, I think a lot of them would say my player. You Tom might not... Huddleston. You know what? You're not far off. I just think he might not have the skills. He might not have kind of those big moments, but he, he kind of had everything about him, his technique and everything is what I think... Me personally, I'd love to be able to do as a footballer, and I think a lot of people would. So the player I'm talking about is Fulham and Tottenham's Musa Dembele, who I just think he's one of those players who now, when we look back on him, I I know he probably does get a lot of like credit on Twitter and stuff, but probably not to the same level that he should really. I think, as in when you, I think he honestly just had everything you could want as a as a centre mid. Even like you hear pros talking about him, like I've been watching interviews of Jermaine Defoe talking about him, Stephen Gerrard, Frank Lampard. They're all talking about him, and you just say when he wanted to, he was the best player on the pitch. He was unbelievable. Defoe says he's the strongest player he's ever played against, and he doesn't even he doesn't look it necessarily. If you look at no. him, he's still quite slight, isn't he? And doesn't look like he's going to be particularly strong, but apparently. 
he just he couldn't get the ball off him. And Gerard says in the interview, he's the kind of player I hated because he didn't necessarily have the range of passing, but he didn't need it because he could get past you anyway. He could get past you with a little trick, a little drop of the shoulder, and he's gone, and you couldn't stop him. And I think someone like Steven Gerrard saying that, that shows how good he was. And I think it's it's kind of a bit of a cliche, isn't it? But when you say, everyone says, like, and similar to how I think Griffin mentioned with uh, Wilshere a couple of weeks ago, when he ran with the ball, he just seemed to glide. And it's just that, like, elegance and the effortless kind of way he played footy. I think that's what why I like him so much, because <laughs> when I'm playing footy, like, some people are in, like, flow mode, and they don't even think, I think of everything, because I, I know I'm going to lose the ball. Whereas I just know Dembele just didn't. He knew exactly what he was going to do, and he knew no one could stop him. And I just think that's, it's just unbelievable. Um, I think, I can't remember who it was, but I saw someone recently, it might have even been Kieran Trippier, he was saying that he just couldn't understand why they sold him when he did. And he thinks that Tottenham would have won the Champions League against Liverpool if they had still had Dembele in the team. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? When you think, because he sold him in that January, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know. I think he was—he was quite injury prone anyway. But he I was also a brilliant player, yeah, yeah. And I feel like the reason I think we don't maybe give him the props is because he never had that big farewell at other like mm. top name footballers did because he left and he in January. Went to China, like, went to China, didn't he? Yeah, went to China, which is a bit taboo anyway. And then the following season, COVID hit, and it was like the world got swept up in that. Not that everyone would have been sat there and got their belly. That's who it affected most. That's who it affected most. His career was about to blow until COVID came. But I just think, I just, I just think he's, at, he's almost been forgotten in that wave of everything else. Mm. And now people look back on him and just think, what a player he actually was. I think Tottenham have been looking for that player since they lost him, if you know what I mean, like when he was at the top of his game. And he was also part of that Tottenham era where the obviously built themselves up to be Champions League finalists yeah. with like you're looking at like Ericsson and that kind of player and I just think he was one of those players that people know how good he was but just don't it doesn't get spoken about enough. When he was at Tottenham as well, he was more of a forward as well, wasn't he? Well I think he started a bit more forward at like four yeah. and then dropped back as he grew older like. I think it's a yeah and no, I think it's a great shout. I think he does fit the criteria perfectly. I was always, and I know it's, it's sort of the fact he's in that category is the shame, I think, isn't it? Because you think, as you say, with all them things you're saying, Sean, about the ability he had, and he, he always frustrates me when you were talking. I, the word I thought was like the glad he just walked past people. He never looked like he was sprinting. He just literally just walked. It's like a so hover, strong. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I, I, I was always very frustrated with him because, I, again, like I'm not someone who thinks of stats and that, but I just think, like, he, doesn't, he doesn't score enough. He doesn't, you know, for what he's gone. And, yeah, but it, I think... Uh, it's a good, good, good shout because again, he was just a brilliant football, and he was like that. That Tottenham team were a great team to watch. You know, like Kane coming through and Deli Ali and people like that. They were like they were a really enjoyable team, similar to probably similar to that Arsenal one. I think in that you used to like watching Tottenham them as people who are sort of no dog in the fight, really. No, you know, you you like watching Tottenham as a neutral, and I think he would have, he was a player you'd like to watch as a neutral. I think to possibly play devil's advocate a little bit. I think he's a streets don't forget for different reasons. I think he's not like he's never like the type of player to, to like to get you out, out out your seat. I think like some of the other players you mentioned, I think he wasn't like that's why yeah, like, no, he he's not like skillful, like dead exciting kind of thing. But I think he was as a player, he's probably the best out of all the ones we're, we're going to mention. 
I, th- I think he's like an unbelievable wait, player. That wait for my, wait for my te- suggestion, Callum. His technique, I think, is um, was unbelievable. He was an unbelievable player. As well, you said, you're probably looking back to think he probably should have been much better I than, think what, too. Than, than, than what he actually he actually was. In fact, the potential on that. And he's probably one of them where probably the ones you mentioned maybe weren't or wouldn't have maybe been good enough to go and win lots. But you with him, you probably think that he probably could have went and won lots and went to like any club in the world to win lots. But yeah, I think he's a different type of street don't forget player, I think, in terms of his style of play. But I think technically and stuff, he was just like he was unbelievable. But I, I wouldn't see him as a like get out of your seat kind of player. But what he what he was good at, he was unbelievable, I think. I don't remember get out of your seat being part of the rules. No, no, I don't think it is, but I'm saying it's a different type of street, don't forget. I don't I don't remember, I don't remember suggestions being rubbish being part of the rules as well with Callum's. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. I was I mean, just saying, I was just saying. Just look at the Twitter poll results from City. <laughs> I don't I don't mean the suggestions, rubbish, just the player himself. Just if it didn't make that clear enough. Balassi? No, Balassi's a Balassi's a good street up. You just hate Balassi for some mad reason. But um, no, I think it's a it's a good shout John. I just think he's different to the other players. I know, Cal, you've said it five times. I'll give it a rest. Can we move on now? I just think he's different, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Bob, who's yours? You've picked them up. Uh, it's going to be a massive disappointment now. And as, as you were all talking there, I kind of um, looked at players that played with yours and came up with an alternative. Um, so just for the sake of it, I'm going to say them. Um for Callum's, went with Chenk Tosin for obvious reasons, being a massive waste of money for Everton around that time. He's very different, to be fair, than Very, I? very different. <laughs> Streets won't forget because he entered the field with a full head of hair, then left it completely bald. Um, for Tosh's, that Arsenal team always makes me think of Abu Diaby. What a player. What a player. No, he was Ab- a player. Absolute tragedy. That Can I change mine have, to him? Yeah, didn't have the career he should have had. Um, and that then, category though as well, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and then for Sean, to didn't go for a Tottenham player and for an international colleague and for an Everton link, well, Marouane Fellaini, because I think he fits the category of streets won't forget for his time at Everton, then became a bit of a comedy figure at Man United, but I think we'll remember him as one of one of the best players we've seen play for Everton. I thought he was unbelievable. Um the person I'm actually going to go for, uh, thinking of Premier League years and going a bit retro, and I was kind of inspired by seeing a bit of outrageous skill from Alex Awobi the other day. So I'm going to go for his uncle and say JJ Akocha. So good they named him twice. Danny? Don't give us any reason. Or... <laughs> I don't, well, I don't, it. I thought that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if you look at a Kocha Callum's talking about like the YouTube highlight reels and Premier League years and stuff like that, and if you want someone who's actually gonna he like the things he was doing just make you smile. And I think if you're thinking of like YouTube clips and highlight reels, uh JJ Akocha definitely beat Janet Galassi there, I think. <laughs> And video, should... That video of him dancing with Sam Allardyce as well. I love that exactly. One. That's the graphic when I win this, Sean. Deal. I think Akocha is definitely definitely in the right uh, 
category, and it's like he's like your classic one. He could have been the obvious one too. It's unbelievable. Players just mad at like how old he was when he came to that book to Bolton, yeah. obviously. And, and... Yeah, and yeah, you, Bolton are if you were to suggest streets won't forget teams, it'd be that Bolton era yeah. with Yori Jorkiev yeah. and Ivan Campo. Campo and was it Stelios? Stelios, yeah. And Sam Allardyce before he became a hero as well, maybe hero. Yeah, yeah. Day, yeah. He? Uh, I mean, all of them did have quite good careers outside of Bolton, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but it was like a cult team. Yeah, no, you are right. It? Though it was a cult. Yeah. And again, a coach though, it's hard. Like most people, if you were to ask most people, like who else did he play for apart from Bolton? I don't think many would know. So I think he said, was he Frank Firth as well? I think. Yeah, and possibly Galatasaray. He scores that goal. He like beats the goal about nineteen times. Yeah. You always see. For I think that's for Frank Firth. But yeah, I think yeah, definitely fits him. But yeah, I think we didn't we didn't met anything else to add anyone for. Bob no, he's just, he was like used to. He came around at the best time for us, didn't he? As well, because it was yeah. like when we were kids getting into footy. JJ Cotty was just the most exciting thing ever. Yeah. And because he was part of that Bolton team, again, it just made it... He just felt like a bit of an exhibition, didn't he, with like all these mad yeah, players? Yeah, like that Harlem Globe. And Kevin process, Davis. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Davis. Kevin Nolan. Maybe that's yeah, a bit it, early. Yeah, it was just... No, Nolan played with the Cotch, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were definitely, yeah. Like, when they came up, didn't they? came up, and they were unbelievable. Like, beat, like, remember they beat Liverpool and United, I think, early doors. Oh, Nick Hunt as well, with a rhyme and slang. <laughs> I've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you can't work it out, Tosh. I can work out the diamonds, the diamond slangers, yeah. I was just trying to think of other players who played for Bolton kind of around then. Yeah. It could be a long game, that one, to be fair. It was a... Um, it was like a big strike. It was something... Was, uh, I don't know, it was another Pedersen. He no, it was Pedersen, yeah. And he used to do that mad celebration yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put him down a step, Bob. Yeah. Um, I'm sticking with, sticking with Alex Iwobi's uncle. <laughs> and then the obvious one which we didn't mention at the start we maybe should have we picked I think probably up there with the likes of Payet would be um, Adele Tarapt wouldn't it I think he's like your classic sort of I don't know streets well, street won't forget but I think he was just yeah just a joy to watch really I think anyone got any thoughts on that Callum he seems your sort of a your sort of player yeah I loved Adele Tarapt I would obviously I would have had he not been chosen as the obvious, I would have, he would have been my pick. I think again, just like get get you out of your seat, that type of player, so skillful, such a like a a street type player. Um, again, just like flashes of brilliance, probably didn't do much either side of it. And one of those plays where you probably thought that he probably could have been much, much, much better than he actually was. But I just don't know if he was like if he could be asked. Yeah, he just played as though he was just like in the playground kind of thing or playing with his mates. But you see his like compilations and some of the skill and stuff that he used to do was just unbelievable. Is that one where he, make, he makes someone is it, it was one of yeah, his... Is it Anthony Gardner? It might it be Everton uh, kind yeah. of thing. Everton legend. Um, his unbelievable, some of his the skills and that are just insane. And just to do that on a foot on like a like a Premier League pitch is just like yeah. it's managed like embarrassed players. But technically managed like, by Neil Warnock as well at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, technically, like, so, so, so good as well. Maybe he doesn't even get, like, the recognition that he deserves how good he actually was. Yeah. Not just, not just like, a show pony kind of thing. He was actually very good. Uh, but, yeah, I think he's a, a quintessential um, streets don't forget player. Uh, definitely a better suggestion than Balassi, anyway. 
What's Balassi done to you, Bob? <laughs> you know what, Carl? I can't believe I can't believe you didn't mention the rap battle. With Balassi? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, but like, let's, that's, let's that's leave me that's, to, we've got to move it on. That's <laughs> your prime arguments and you've missed it out. Yeah, I know. To be fair, I forgot about that. Sorry, but yeah. Is that going to be song, song of the week then? Oh. Yes, it can be song of the week. Anybody wants to, wants to watch a rap battle between Yannick Balassi and Bradley Wright, Wright Phillips, um, YouTube Lord of the Mics, between and, those two. It's and extremely you, good. You're not you don't want to do that, Callum. There'll be too many people turning off now that you've heard that. <laughs> now that's Bradley Wright Phillips and Balassi. We won't finish the podcast. <laughs> right then to uh, conclude then the streets won't forget entries for this week our obvious one was Adele to rap Callum's was Yannick Balassi mine was Arshavin slash Schleb I'm going to try and get two in to try and win this week Sean's was Musa Dembele and Bob's was Alex Awobi's uncle JJ Akotcha slash so- Slash Sheng Tosin, slash Abu Dhabi, <laughs> slash Marouane Fellaini. Abu Dhabi fits in mine, because my Arsenal-themed one. Um, so, remember, get on to X, get your vote in. The last few weeks have been quite close to try and get a, get as many votes as we can to see who's going to be going to the island to join Kumas and the rest of the lads <laughs> and, uh, and, and the Derby team. Do you reckon we could get Jason Kumas on? That's the dream, Bob. Yeah. We can get it back from the island. Yeah. <laughs> Or we could go or to the island. From the island to be the best. We can get a Zoom link up and <laughs> sent out to the island. That's the uh, <laughs> that's the stuff we're talking about, really. Right then, moving on to our game. Then, are you ready, Sean? I am now. Yep. So, going with our regular setup today. So, obviously. We're leaving it all to chance. So it's three Premier League games. We've got, I wouldn't even say fairly big games this week. Doesn't doesn't seem to be too many massive games. We've got. Was it, was it my suggestion we're going for? Yeah, I was trying to mix it up. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. To be fair, mid tier, few different teams. We've not really done that much. So our first game is Villa against Arsenal. Second game is Fulham West Ham. And our final game is Sheffield United against Brentford. If we spin the wheel, we'll see that our game today is Fulham West Ham. Get in. Could be a good one. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to Google how they got on at the weekend. <laughs> I've got no idea. Fulham drew three all, didn't they? With Liverpool. Oh, West Ham drew one all with Palace. Yeah. Anyone watch either? No. I watched I watched the most of Liverpool to be fair. So I can talk I've Fulham looked watch Fulham, the highlight. Yeah, Fulham are obviously under the cautious out of it, but they do look they look quite threatening at times without really like I think they don't really look like scoring from Raul Jimenez, but you know, like others are popping up with goals, I think, you know, on the weekend, you know, William and Wilson, I think sorry, Wilson that took over Reed scored. They look quite good on the break and obviously very unfortunate they were just playing at Anfield where you score in the 80th minute and you're still thinking that Liverpool were always going to win that game. So, so, you know, I think they've been looking okay. Is it at Fulham, sorry, or at West Ham? It is at Fulham. So, again, I think you'd probably sort of edge towards Fulham at home. Obviously beat um, Wolves last week at home on the Monday night, didn't they, the week before? So, sort of at there, it's not, I don't think you can describe Craven Cottage as a fortress because it's uh, too full of Tories, I think, to be one. But, yeah, I think... 
West Ham sort of in and out. I think some good results away at Burnley the week before. Obviously, apparently, by all accounts, weren't brilliant on Sunday against Crystal Palace, but you never sort of know. Then they've got a lot of quality players, I think. Yeah. I think um, for West Ham, that Kudus, who obviously Everton were linked with the summer before, has been really, really impressive. I think he's, he could even fit into their streets, won't forget category, I think, linking it to Maroon 5, but he looks really, really impressive. I don't know if you see much of him, Bob, or... No, I haven't, to be honest. <laughs> Great. Oh, I, I, no, <laughs> I, just, I just got distracted. Sorry, but I, don't think, I, I haven't watched too much of West Ham this season, but... By reading reviews, it does sound like he's uh, settled in seamlessly and looking a really promising player, so it's just typical. Yeah, that... I think Moyes brought him in sort of quite slowly, and I think a few of the West Ham fans were getting impatient, but I think um, of recent, like against us, he was one of their more threatening players, but I think after that, like against Burnley, when he, he came from 1-0 down quite late on, he was effective for both goals, I think. He just looks a really, really exciting player. And something you've seen that with West Ham a bit more like obviously the first couple of years of Moyes when Moyes went back there, they were, you know, quite Moisean in the sense that can, can I use the word Moisean? That fitted quite well in there actually. Yeah. But yeah, you know, they were quite sort of solid and built, but now he started to sign, you know, quite sort of flair players. You think of like Paquetta and Bowen and but yeah, I, I really like the look of that Kudus and think yeah. I don't think we'd have ever got him, but he just seems so exciting. He just so powerful, so quick, so skillful, and he looks always like he's making or getting involved in goals. So, yeah, being, whenever you see West Ham, I think he's one of the better players. Obviously, that Paquette is a brilliant footballer too. But yeah, be interesting. I think be an interesting game. It would be quite a hard one for us to call. I think prediction wise, because yeah, well, no, no one sees United doing by the sounds of it. But <laughs> what's going on with Zuma, by the way? Got his house robbed, didn't he? Oh, good yeah. by a big cat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, apparently, yeah, quite a harrowing experience. I read so. Yeah, oh, I don't think. Edit that out, then, Sean. It wasn't cat. a big cat. <laughs> maybe, it was a, maybe it was a lion. Yeah, he deserved it. Yeah, well, I've got very little sympathy. Can't go around kicking cats. Correct. You've always said that. I've always name, said that. Name for the episode. I've learned from experience. <laughs> kicking cats, yeah. The best no, was that. You can't go around did... kicking cats. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> remember when he did that? And yeah. Yeah. Sooness was on the thing, and Sooness says something like, "You know, from what I've seen, that cat did nothing wrong." Well, <laughs> 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 he says he says something like, "You know, yeah, I've got a big problem with it, but, but you know, from what I've seen, that cat did nothing wrong." So <laughs> Louis <laughs> says it like, you know, he's talking about, you know, like the ref, someone diving or something, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, any thoughts on Fulham West Ham, Callum? Missed out on all of our cracking preview. Yeah, sorry, I'm sure it was great. Um... Fulham seems a bit up and down this season, don't they? Some have some very good performances, some less good performances. Obviously unlucky at the weekend, but probably always going to happen. Um, but all themselves, West Ham again had a bit of a, a topsy turvy um, season. Some unbelievable individuals, which I think maybe I think I heard you, you mentioned Paquetta and stuff. And um, Nakuda looks really, really good. Players who are possibly like too good for West Ham, possibly. Greatest respect to West Ham, but players that maybe won't be there for too long. Um, I think there's just teams there who'll, who'll be after those players, but I think Moyes has done a good job there. Um, Great the, the players he's signing, um, the team he's putting together. I said some of the individuals are great. I think it's possibly not going to be the most exciting game in the world, but yeah, it's possibly a one for 
the teams in the lower half to keep their eye on because I think possibly one or maybe both of those teams might be down there come the end of the season. I think they'll both be fine. I think obviously that the bottom they're rubbish. I think Fulham, I wasn't sure about Fulham at the start when I seen them at Goodison. I know they obviously won at Goodison, but they absolutely didn't deserve to that day. I thought they might struggle, but as you say, Cam, they are picking up results here and there. They've had a few decent results and mm-hmm. some bad ones as well, but I think they should be absolutely fine. I think West Ham will start to push up the league. It depends how far they get in Europe, really, doesn't it? Yeah. I suppose that, that Thursday kills can kill you off, but you say they've, they've got like a quite a decent squad as well now. They've got mm-hmm. like quite a bit of depth when you think of like, you know, Kudus wasn't starting, you know, Antonio's coming off the bench a lot of times. They've got like, they've got a very decent, solid 11 with a few people and, you know, like Bowen seems to score every week, doesn't he? Yeah. Apart from this week, but yeah, I think, every uh, other week. yeah, but no, I think West Ham. Should we get uh, get some predictions anyway? Anyone want to go first? One nil Fulham. JJ Cotter's nephews to score the winner. Um, I'll go next. I'm going to go two one West Ham. I'll go. I go two all. Ooh. I'm I'm going to go one all. Great. Right. Is it number time? Yeah, I'm running out of time here as well, by the way. Okay, you'll have to go first then. So, as always, when we're getting our number, we have to set our parameters for 50 and 450. And our number this week is 243. What you might call middle ground, I'd say, for that. Right. Bob, with me and you get me. I'm going first this week, and me and you seem to get the same every week. You, you had uh, Richard Dunn last week. Yeah, great man's think alike. That's what can I say? I had Shawcross, and we had Joe Yobo. They always seem to be centre backs as well. That's what I've noticed. So I'm going to think of the best centre back I've think's played 243 times for Fulham. <laughs> I think you've just given me my idea, you know. <laughs> and I, well, I've taken it as well. So <laughs> how many seasons do we think? Um, Five, six, five, five or six. Probably both, I suppose. Yeah, they're not clubs who would have had big cup runs, are they? Um, you know, West Ham current Conference League winners. You speak for yourself. We normally do a bit of chatting here, don't we? I'm just struggling to think, to be honest. I'll have, I'll have not for the episode here. We're just silent. No, oh, do we all talk in this? Just think, play, play the, play the uh, music, don't you, at this point? Yeah, put the rap battle in. So I think it's time, isn't it? Am I, oh, am yeah, I involved, you... though? You are. Am I involved in the rap battle, or? Not we're not doing one, are we? <laughs> You've got the mic for it. Hold the mic <laughs> over know. the head. What's your rap <laughs> name going to be, Tosh? Especially when uh, you're in your suit. I reckon, you should be, I reckon you should be called Tosh Spice. <laughs> Good answer. I like that, yeah. Uh, uh, that'll work. <laughs> I hope the kids get all of that. They call me much worse, don't you worry about that. <laughs> I haven't really been thinking about West Ham. I've just been thinking Fulham for some reason, but West Ham was probably, would probably be the easier one to do, wouldn't it? I've gone West Ham. I've gone West Ham as well. I might think of a Fulham now as a backup. I think I've got a Fulham, but I've like genuinely no idea how long you were there for. 
seen you were there for a while. I've only got one, and based on mine and Tosh's form, and he's thinking of another one, really. I don't think you'll have gone for this one. Challenge accepted. <laughs> My one, actually, this we didn't play for either of them, so... I've ended up thinking of more Fulham, but I, I feel like the Fulham one's going to be further away, but I like them more. So I might just do that. Well, I reckon one of I reckon you could have picked one of mine then. I'm tempted to go with the West Ham one. Just, I've actually got no idea. And then Bob's close to me now, isn't he? Yes. He to listen. And he started like taking it seriously now, really. I've been playing like, exhibition stuff the last few weeks, really. So <laughs> This is this is why it's the dream for me. I've got yeah. no pressure. The only That's way is up. Nah, do you know what? Yeah, I've got mine. Okay, I've got a couple of options. I'll use one of mine. Come on. Do you want to go first, Cal? Yeah, I'm going to I was to think of a Fulham player, so I went with a West Ham player. Possibly towards a bit of a streets on forget type of player, maybe... Possibly not, but just kind of an iconic West Ham player, a bit of an iconic Premier League player. Um, striker, I think he's maybe been there one season too many. I think this will be too high, but I'll go with Carlton Cole. Ooh, that's not a bad shout, though. Sounds sensible. Is he yeah. street to forget? Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> How many categories does he fit in there? I don't know. I just think he's in terms of being a bit like. Iconic. He's just so, a bit of an iconic player, but sorry, Carl. So Dembele doesn't fit the criteria, but Carlton Cole does. No, I, said, I didn't say Dembele didn't. I said he I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say De Canio for so all the build-up you gave him. Carl um, Cole. Carl Cole. <laughs> My God. Carl are Cole, try, I, Callum, are you going for self self sabotage here, or are you trying to ruin the podcast? <laughs> no, I. Yeah, Carl Cole. I think it'll be possibly too high, but. How long, how long was he there, though? Because he was at Chelsea, then Charlton, then West Ham, wasn't he? Might have even had two spells. Yeah, I reckon he was I, with I, him I in the championship, wasn't he? Was, I, he was with him in the championship, yeah. Definitely right. not street, don't forget them. Oh, no, oh, no, I won't forget him, and I, and I didn't forget him, so I'm not that on call. Callum, you are not from the street. Well, come, come around here, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be walking the streets in a minute when he leaves for 40, you, 40 minutes too you, early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who wants to go next? I've got seven, so I'll let you. <laughs> you probably don't need to. Go on, I'll go, go just, on, just on the off chance. Sean, the number was 243. I've got two, so I've got a Fulham and a West Ham. Neither of which I don't particularly know either, so I don't know why I fixated, but I was struggling. Me Fulham thoughts, and the one I think I'm probably going to go for is Lewis Boamorte. Ooh. I had him. Yeah, I think when you describe, it, I think he seemed like he was there for so long. But again, I just genuinely no idea if he was injured, how long he was actually there. So I feel like it's a bit of a, a get a stab in the dark. The other one I had was I was trying to think of like a West Ham player who would sort of been there for a longish time, but what like, and I mean the thought was James Tonkins. I just thought he was, he seemed to be there for like five six years. Again, honestly, he could be like he could be more, but he could. Uh, yeah, it could be anything. As, as Callum says, I don't know. This could be way out, but yeah, no, I, I think I'll stick with Bo Morte. He is. I, I would probably describe him as a streets won't forget type of player, yeah. Lewis Bo Morte, and Legendary also a slight Everton, Everton link. Yeah, a slight Everton link as well. So, did he not play for West Ham as well? Yeah, don't we add them their appearances together? If he's short. <laughs> oh, I'm just checking because it 
it, it hits both briefs, doesn't it? Because he was well, at Arsenal, wasn't he? And then was at Fulham, and then I West forgot. Ham. I'd forgot he went to West Ham. Yeah. So I'll how many game? That. How many games did he coach for Everton? Though that's what we yeah. really want to know. So, so were if, you going Bowmore for Fulham? I was going Bowmore for Fulham because I forgot because I did say I had one of each, and I had Tom Cummins for West Ham. Uh, to be fair, so yeah. if if it is if he's got say like two hundred for Fulham and forty three for West Ham, though that is bang on, isn't it? Yeah. Well, actually, I re- I reckon you should be able to do that. Do you know what? I was actually having a chat with Paddy Fitz the other day, and he's given me an alternative for the game that involves stuff like that. So I think that'd be quite good. Play, like played for both. It it might it might come up on the quiz. You never know. Yeah. Can I try and guess it now? No, let's 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 just play the game. Ah, okay, <laughs> we've all got homes to go through. <laughs> Shit, rude. Go on, Bob. Am I allowed to check in? Sorry. All right. I start checking. I suppose if I talk through some now, and if you say you've had them, you can have them anyway, can't you, really? Yeah. Okay, so when Tosh mentioned big centre-halves, we played full in my mind instantly. He went to Breddy Hangerland or however you He was in my mind as well. Um, I reckon, do you reckon he'd be more? My instinct was more I th- for him. I think he'd... I'll probably say more. Yeah, yeah. so I'm not going for him then... Um, when you were talking about the rap battle before, I went for someone who supposedly likes hip hop for Fulham, Clint Dempsey. But I think he's slightly too few. So the one I'm going to go for now, uh, it's if he's a good guess, it's going to be almost like blood money for me because I don't like him. Um, going to go for Declan Rice. Yeah, I had Declan Rice. Sorry, Sean. No, it's fine. I've got another um, no, fast. N- no, I'm sorry, Sean. Yeah, I mean, my opinion obviously means very little in this in this game, but you never know. Yeah, I thought Declan Rice was a decent chance. Snide though. Oh yeah, he's the worst, isn't he? He's gonna be um, he's gonna be. Oh, a... I, like, I like him. No, he's gonna oh. be in. He's gonna be an addition to a future uh, oh, episode of M Five. Yeah, jobs worths. Top yeah. five jobs worths. Yeah, good lad. Have you seen that video of him though when he gets the Champions League ball? Yeah, I was a bit try hard. I'll give you that uh, one. It was, it was pathetic. I absolutely I hated it. Even like uh, Smith Rose, like, what are you doing? Right, go on, I'll go then. So I'll talk you through who I had. Nuno Valencia. Did he play for either of them? No. <laughs> if, he, if he did, I'm going for it. He'd probably be closer than your Everton guest though. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. Um, I instantly went with West Ham, which I'm going to pick a West Ham player. But I also threw, I had Bo Morte and another one I thought of, but again, it might be too few. I didn't know how long Van der Sar was at Fulham. I thought he might have been there about three or four, I don't know. Probably yeah, I'm not too sure. Again, he probably was, yeah. Probably three, four seasons, yeah. And then I thought when you were talking about centre-half, Tosh, I thought you were going to say James Collins. Oh, no, I didn't think of him. Because... He's my other one, and Declan Rice, they were my main ones. But I will go with James Collins. I'll James play it Collins. safe this week. Play it safe, he's like within 200 or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I am intrigued by Van der Sar. You can check them. I find it hard enough to check the ones that are in the game, let alone him. <laughs> check, check James Tonkins while you're there. <laughs> Oh, there's loads of James Collins. Type in James Collins streets, won't forget. Yeah, all I'm saying is I'm glad I didn't go over the side. 
And you haven't seen what James Collins is, yeah? Yeah, that is true. I've just typed in James Collins bald and seen what happens. <laughs> I actually come up with the picture of Sean. He didn't have as good a left foot as you, though, Sean. Correct. Right then, I will uh, go through them. So, just a reminder, two, four, three appearances for Fulham or West Ham. All the guesses within 50 this week, so not bad guesses. Oh, get it. Two in single figures, so very close one, one, extremely good guess. So, in fourth place this week with 293, so exactly 50 out, was Carlton Cole. Yeah, this is according to transfer market where they do always seem to be higher than you think. I don't know. Sometimes you check with PD a bit lower, but we use transfer markets as a consistent one. In second place with 214, so 29 out was James Collins. So, yeah, I point, thought that was more, on the board, to be Sean. I honestly, I needed them points. I'll take it. I, I thought it was more. It's like a, you and Callum are sort of in the relegation battle, aren't you? So you've just got an extra point over Callum there. Every every and, point counts. And then as mentioned then, so mine and Bob's guesses, Bo Morty and Declan Rice, both within single figures according to transfer market. So just for Fulham was Lewis Bo Morty. He was seven out two fifty. And then Declan Rice was two four five, so two out. <sighs> so Bob wins it this week. Two out. Unbelievable guess that to be fair. Even a bit more frustrating for Sean who had that. And I am Bo Morty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, had all, yeah. I had all the top three. <laughs> but you went with the third one, so well played. <laughs> yeah, so you, you can go you can go first next time, or before me and Tosh. Yeah, but he, okay. he always gets 400 players to go his last. Yeah, I, got, I like. I just like writing writing players' names down. Oh, right, okay. And then Finish. usually I'll, I'll gauge it, because you'll go, oh, I'll display it, and I'll go, yeah, okay, I'm in the right ballpark here. <laughs> and then you're miles off. Yeah, and he said James Tompkins, so instantly I went James Collins. Uh, but the lead's now just one, Bob, from, from myself. Oh. Bob has had an unbelievable last four weeks. Four, three, three, four. Get in. Really, really hitting the stride now as it comes to the winter season. Let's take a quick look then at this week's league table. Tosh still remains in first place. However, his lead is one point. It's getting awfully tight up there. That sounded like a euphemism. Bob is in second place with 48 points. Callum is in third place on 43. And Sean making steady work back. He's on 36. It's a long season, Sean. It is. It's a marathon, not a sprint, Bob. And me and you know know that better than anyone. Certainly do. Who's wrapping up? Do you want me to do it? You are Bob. I, I, do, too, I, I do too much here in Maroon 5. Do you want to do it, Bob? Or do you want me? Um, I'm, I'm not too fussed, really. Go on, you do it then. Oh, for God's sake. That was the opposite <laughs> of what I was after. <laughs> Rule yourself out, Bob. Because <laughs> I've got oh, to do it. Remember that? Ah, right, okay. No, I was just, I was just trying to be kind. Let me have a brief think. So, now finish with a, another good episode of Keeping Up Appearances. Tosh is now on squeaky bum times as the gap in the league table grows ever smaller. I can't remember what I was going to say now. Tell Sean, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pick up from Bob, don't you like? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, we also 
had a bit more of a technical Maroon 5 this week. We've had a couple of silly ones recently. We went back to pure football and we looked at players that stick with us, maybe not for their stats or their trophies, their accolades, more because we just loved watching them play. So make sure you head over to X or Twitter, cast your vote and make sure the player that you want goes onto the island. With Jason Kumas. Correct. That's the main thing. They've got to get on with Kumas. And then also, our Keeping Up Appearances was based on the Fulham West Ham game, which we will be reviewing next week. Hopefully it's a good one. Could go either way, but hopefully it'll be a game we all enjoy. So we'll see you next week. Again, as we always say, if you enjoy the podcast, follow us, like us, subscribe to the YouTube, tell a friend, do everything you can. We feel like we're getting better and better every week and we could do with a bit more support. So we Speak really yourself, Sean. <laughs> All right. I think we're getting better every week. But yeah, if you can send some people our way. Cheers. Nice one, Sean. Done. So it's a nice one, Bob. <laughs> Good. Like collaboration. Tosh, where have you been? I need to know. You should say. have been, you should have checked the WhatsApp quicker. Why? What? What's happened there in the WhatsApp? Oh, stop the recording. Oh, hello. <laughs>